Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host who proves you don't have to be a fanatic to be fit, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, we looked at what happens to your brain if you don't get enough sleep. And there were some significant things in memory and mood that were negatively impacted by not getting enough sleep. This week, we're going to look at what happens to your body if you don't get enough sleep. And then after that, I'm going to stop this uh, series on sleep for a while because I'm afraid I might be boring some of y'all to sleep. Anyway, here we go on what how the sleep affects your body. To review, we talked about that there were different types of sleep. There's the REM sleep where you're dreaming and you may be moving and there's the deep sleep. And during the deep sleep, your heart rate slows down, your blood pressure lowers, your body repairs the muscles. You know, every time you move, every time you have activity, things get messed up and moved around inside the muscle cells. So it gets some time to clean the house. It puts everything back where it belongs. Your body takes time to regulate your hormones, to get the the hormone levels in the correct order and to clean out the gunk. And this is vitally important as we will see. It's been found that sleep is a very good way to lower your blood pressure. It's a good blood pressure medicine. However, if you get less than five hours sleep in a night, you get 60% greater chance of suffering from hypertension or high blood pressure. So obviously the opposite is true. Matter of fact, it was found that after one night of poor sleep, you experienced higher blood pressure for the next day. And obviously higher blood pressure increases your chance of a cardiovascular event, a negative cardiovascular event. Number one, sleep's good for your heart. It's good for your blood pressure. Well, the next thing is your insulin levels. About one out of every 10 Americans is a type 2 diabetic. So that means that regulating your insulin levels is of utmost importance to them. Sleep has a lot to do with different hormones, and one of the things is your insulin levels. Study was shown that one week of only five hours of sleep a night would disrupt somebody's blood sugar so much that they're considered pre-diabetic. Now, it's not uncommon for people to get only five hours of sleep a night. So you can see how this would increase your chance of getting metabolic syndrome, prediabetes, and even diabetes. Staying with the idea that the lack of sleep dramatically affects the hormone levels in your body, it's been found that lack of sleep will cause both men and women to have the levels of sex hormones that are 10 years older than what they really are. So if you want to have the vitality of someone... 10 years younger, then you need to get adequate amounts of sleep. So the count so far, lack of sleep gives you a higher blood pressure, greater chance of a heart attack, greater chance of being a diabetic, and it makes you appear to be 10 years older than you actually are. But wait, it gets even better. Two of the chemicals that control or hormones that control your appetite, there's one that's the full hormone and one that's the I'm hungry hormone. Whenever you have lack of sleep, just one night's lack of sleep increases the I'm hungry hormone, but it's been found that it doesn't increase hunger for uh, healthy foods or protein rich foods. It increases the hunger for very high fat, very high carbohydrate, very high calorie foods. 
the average person will eat three to 500 more calories in a day when they're sleep deprived. And those are your starchy, high sugar foods. And let me add that all that extra sugar is not good if you have compromised insulin levels from lack of sleep. That is equivalent to 31 pounds in a year that you would eat extra just because you didn't get enough sleep. So now we're up to pre-aged, fat, diabetic, high blood pressure, and it gets even worse. Lack of sleep causes you to be much more sensitive to pain, causes you to have more experience of chronic pain, and it keeps your it keeps painkillers, you know, the aspirins, ibuprofen, and even more serious painkillers that you would take from working as effectively. And last but not least, it really lowers your immune system. Just one night of only four hours sleep lowers your cancer fighting cells by 70%. The link between sleep deprivation and cancer has gotten so strong that the World Health Organization has classified night shift work as a probable carcinogen. Now that's pretty serious. To lower your immune system by 70% for one bad night's sleep. Five hours of sleep a night the week before you get the flu shot reduces the shot's effectiveness by 50%. Whenever we finally get a shot, a vaccine available for COVID, you could expect the same kind of results. So if you've got hurry, 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 hurry lifestyle, and then you go get your vaccine thinking you've gotten immunity to the disease that you took the vaccine for, because your immune system was so weakened from your lack of sleep, it doesn't produce enough antibodies, so whenever you're exposed to the actual disease, you stand a much greater chance of contracting the disease. Similarly, if you only get five hours sleep a night, you are two to three hundred percent more likely to catch a cold than someone who gets eight hours of sleep. Let's look at what we've got. You've got someone who is overweight, sick, in pain, prematurely aged, diabetic, with high blood pressure, all of these negative health effects because of a lack of sleep. Now, if you're experiencing this lack of sleep because of a medical condition um, or insomnia, you need more than just my podcast to help you out. But if you're just doing this because you want to get more stuff done or you feel like staying up just because you don't think sleep is important, this lack of sleep could be considered a very slow self-administered form of euthanasia. Wow. Well, so much for making things funner. None of that sounded fun. But the good news is, with adequate amounts of sleep, every one of these things is reversible. It will help you get better blood pressure. It'll lower your hormonal age by 10 years. It'll reduce your chances of being a diabetic. It'll lower your appetite so you can lose weight. It will improve your immune system. So every one of these, the corollary is true. So just getting a good night's sleep will help for this. And what could be more fun than a really good night's sleep? Well, once again, how do you get a good night's sleep? Because I know a lot of people have difficulty sleeping. I've talked about some things. Here's some other things. You need to keep your room dark. No extra lights. I mean, you know, no night lights. Even as much as um, the light from a clock or the light from your phone can decrease your ability to sleep. Keep your room cool. It needs to be about 68 to 70 degrees in your room. Hide your clock or your phone. 
if when you wake up to roll over in the night or whatever, if you check the time that engages the brain and get things started to where you don't have as good a quality of sleep. If you check your phone, then there's all kinds of notifications on there that that could lead your brain to getting excited and it make it much more difficult for you to go to sleep using a knee pillow knee pillow if you sleep on your side a knee pillow will help alleviate some of your back pain if there's background noises that disturb you some white noise now a tv is not white noise just a, a white noise generator would work great being able to meditate before you go to bed that will help turn off some of the chattering monkeys that go on inside your head and allow you to get a better night's sleep. And the number one thing, and you should have known that I was going to come back to this, is exercise. And if possible, make it outdoor exercise because your body responds to light cues early in the day that so it sets the clock and knows when you want to go to sleep. The other thing is you need to be in some way tired so that it will help you go to sleep. And being physically tired is important. So get out and do some vigorous exercise. Now, for most people, it probably needs to be fairly early in the day. Most people, if you go do strenuous exercise and then lay down to go to sleep, it, it keeps you from relaxing as quickly. So the biggest thing to make sure you get enough sleep is to put a priority on getting enough sleep and then do what it takes to get it. Well, that's going to wrap it up for our sleep st- Uh, series this time. I'm sure we'll come back to it at another time. Tune in next week whenever we talk about holiday weight gain. Is it as bad as you think it is and what can we do to prevent it? I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.